Welcome to Learn Smarter, a podcast for VCE biology students or anyone wanting to improve the efficiency of their study and their performance on exams. In this episode, I want to talk about how you can make absolutely sure that you don't run out of time on your exam. Obviously, that's something that a lot of students are concerned about. It causes a lot of anxiety. I think people worry, what happens if I run out of time on the exam? I mean, you're given just two and a half hours on one morning to demonstrate everything that you've learned for a whole year. So, you know, running out of time is a big deal because if you get to the end and the examiner at the front says, says stop writing and you look and there's still you know two pages of questions that you haven't even got to that's heartbreaking and what a lost opportunity so we want to make sure that that doesn't happen to you the approach that some people take the way that they try and make sure that they won't run out of time is by doing lots of practice exam papers i don't think this actually makes much difference but um but here's the strategy right is they think well if i do lots of practice exams then i'll get a sort of a a sense for how fast i need to work and there may be some truth in that but there's a couple of problems with it one is that when you're doing a practice exam you know that it's a practice you know it's not the real thing and for that reason the time just always seems to go faster when you're actually in the real exam i don't know why that is it just seems like it doesn't matter how much practice you've done the time seems to go more quickly in the real thing but the other problem that you have here in 2018 is that last year was a new course so you've only got one exam the 2017 exam to practice with and sure you can get papers from access education and tssm and various other third party companies that make you know practice exams and and that's great so you can use those for practice and i recommend that you do if you've got access to those but you know they they're still not actual vcar papers and so there's only one actual vcar paper that you can use you know you could use the 26 and 2015 paper, but there'll be questions on there that you don't even know the answers to because you haven't covered them in the course. And there'll be things that are in the current course that weren't on those exam papers too. So that's a bit of a problem. But I don't think it really matters because I don't recommend that you use that strategy anyway, that you just sort of get sort of develop a sense for how fast you need to work. I don't think it's particularly helpful. I think the way to do it is to have a strategy that involves looking at the number of marks on the exam and then dividing the time that you've got by those those marks. And here's the strategy that I would recommend to you. I've actually sat down, I've done the working, <laughs> done the working out. Um, and I think for most people, you might want to adjust this, tweak it a little bit to suit yourself. Um, but I think that for most people, this will work quite nicely. <laughs> Bear in mind, of course, that if you're listening to this and you're not a VCE biology student, <laughs> if you're doing another subject, then this will be completely out of whack for you and you're, gonna, you're going to have to take the idea and, and work it out yourself. Uh, but because, of course, there'll be a different number of marks on the exam and you may, your exam may go for a different period of time as well. So, um, but the principle will still be the same. All right, so if you're a VCE biology student and you're about to do the Unit 3-4 biology exam, what I recommend you do is this. You do your reading time, and we'll talk about reading time and how to use that in another episode. But once reading time's finished, the, uh, the person at the front will say, start writing. And what I recommend you do at that time is you get out a pencil and go straight to question 36, multiple choice question 36. And beside multiple choice question 36, write 10 o'clock. Okay, so you're going to write 10 o'clock at question 36. Then start counting questions. So from, so, you know, so 
question 37 would be one, for example. Question 38 would be two. So just start counting. And when you get to 12 marks, so not so much questions, we're counting marks. So when you get to 12 marks, get a highlighter and just highlight that question. And then count another 12 marks and highlight the question and so on. And do that right through to the end of the exam. You should find that your final, the final number that you highlight will be the number that the marks for the very last question. Then once you've done that, go back to question 36. Remember at question 36, you wrote 10 o'clock. Go to where you highlighted the next question, that's 12 marks after question 36, and write 10.15. Then go to the next highlighted section and write 10.30. Then go to the next highlighted section and write 10.45. In other words, you're adding 15 minutes for every 12 marks. And if you do that, you should find that when you get to the very end of the exam, that the very last mark on the paper is, is highlighted and the time, you know, I mean, it should be, the time should be 11.45, the, the, the end time of the exam. Now, the great thing about doing this, of course, is that now you can start doing the exam. But every time, so you know, you're going to go do the first 36 multiple choice questions. And when you get to question 36 and you look at your watch and it says, you know, it says on the paper that it should be 10 o'clock, you look at your watch and it's, it is 10 o'clock, you can feel really confident that you are working appropriately to the time. Of course, if you get to question 36, the paper says 10 o'clock and you look at your watch and it's already 10.05, that means you're five minutes too slow. Not a big deal because it's very early in the exam. You've got plenty of time to make that up, but you're going to need to just, you know, put your foot on the accelerator a little bit, just, just a little bit um, to start speeding up. Then you get perhaps to the next, you know, you do the next 12 marks, you get to where it says 10.15. Okay, you look at your, it's on the paper it says 10.15, you look at your watch and it's 10.16. Fantastic, you've just gained four minutes back. But you see what I mean is right through the exam, every 12 marks, you're going to get a little time reminder. I think that's fantastic. It means it would be almost impossible to run out of time on the exam, unless of course you just ignore the highlighted sections and the times that you've written there. I've been recommending this technique to my students for years. And ever since I started recommending it, I've never yet had a student who came out of the exam having run out of time, except for the odd occasion. And when that happened, and I said to them, did you use the timing technique? They always said no. Um, but if you use this, I, I can't imagine how you could run out of time on the exam because you're if, you are, if you are working too slowly, you're going to get an early warning. Every 12 marks, you'll get a little reminder telling you, you know, this is how you're going compared to how fast you should be working. And so, you know, I think it's a terrific, a terrific idea. Um, it just absolutely makes sense. And if the worst happens and you do start running way too slow, now you can start to be, if you realize that there's just no way you can work fast enough to catch up, you can now be intelligent about which questions you skip. You may look at a question, for example, that's really, really difficult and think, well, I'm going to skip this one so that I don't run out of time for a question further. If you absolutely know that you're going to run out of time. But again, this timing technique is going to, you know, either make you feel very confident, hopefully, um, and, and help you just to work a little bit faster or a little bit slower to make sure that you, you know, the amount of time you're spending on the exam is the appropriate amount. But at the very, very worst, it will tell you that you're running out of time. So you don't get to that terrible situation where the examiner at the front of the room says you have 10 minutes remaining and you suddenly realize that you've got way more than 10 minutes 
of work left to do. That won't happen to you because you already know that if that's the case. But again, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you'll never get to that point because as soon as you start working a little bit too slowly, you'll realize it. Um, you'll look there and, and what's written on the paper won't match your watch and you'll realize you need to work a bit faster, but you'll realize that really early when you've only got a little bit, you're only a little bit too slow. You'll never get to a point where you realize that you're way behind. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this tip and I hope you find it really valuable. Uh, you might like to share this with your friends. Um, that'd be fantastic. Um, but either way, thank you for listening. Remember, doing well on the exam in biology is less about learning harder and more about learning smarter. <laughs>